Robert Affolter here. I want to talk about um, a philosophy of life, actually. <laughs> I, call it, I call it the game of life, but it's actually a philosophy of life. And I talk about dualism. And one of the things that I think makes a lot of sense is that we are created, that the universe is created by an intelligence that wants to have an experience. And it probably goes back, I'm, I'm sure it goes back to my religious upbringing. I kind of like this idea of a God starting everything anyway, so I'll start there. But it was really reinforced uh, by a couple of, well, several experiences that I've had. One of them was this time when I had this idea, what if everything I know is wrong? And I mean, can you even imagine that kind of a concept? What if everything that you know, that you think is a fact is wrong? Where would you start? And immediately the thought came back to me, intelligence. You gotta start with intelligence. You gotta start with, with something that can choose, that can decide, um, or life is meaningless. <laughs> and from philosophy, we get this idea of determinism. And I didn't really understand this until I was reading John Gribben's book, In Search of Schrodinger's Cat. And Gribben is a physicist. And he was explaining that the question physicists have been ducking since the time of Newton is, is the universe determined? And by that it meant if we based everything on Newton's laws, Newton's laws are, if you're not familiar with them, the first one's inertia. And inertia states that a body at rest or a body in motion will remain at rest or remain in motion in a straight line unless acted upon by an outside force. The second one is force equals mass times acceleration. And the third one is for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if we knew the position and velocity of every particle in the universe, then hypothetically, we would know the position and velocity of every particle in the future. And therefore, the universe is determined, predictable. And when I got that thought, I thought, wow, so what if we applied that to evolution? Because <laughs> evolution states that basically we started with energy, and then as energy expands and cools, particles are formed, and if we knew the position and velocity of all those particles, then we could predict when life would form. We pre would predict how it would change and evolve. We could predict everything. And... I really kind of liked that idea, but I said, wow, if that's true, um, then even my thoughts could be predicted. And I don't like that idea. I like the idea that somehow I can create some kind of a force that can control my body. I don't like this idea that my body just runs by itself. And so if we go back to inertia, if we say, well, my body is a body that should be either at rest or in motion in a straight line unless acted upon by an outside force, where does that outside force come from? And I like the idea then of duality, which in philosophy, duality is that there's a mind kind of stuff, that's one form of duality, and a body kind of stuff, and, and the mind stuff can affect the body stuff, and the body stuff really can't affect the mind stuff. Okay, they're two, two different things. And most of our experience is based on this idea of, of somehow we are something, a mind or a spirit or soul or something, whatever you want to call it, we can control our body. And in chiropractic, this intelligence that controls our body 
and keeps us alive and healthy we call innate intelligence. And then we talk about a different intelligence that, that uh, learns from our experience. We call that our educated intelligence. And in fact, they most be, might be the same thing and just using um, different ways to obtain information. Perhaps, uh, as we like to think of it, the, the innate intelligence is part of that creator that created the universe and knows how to keep your body healthy. So that's the philosophy of it. And the educated intelligence, is its job is to make sure that you learn from your experiences so that you can control and adapt to the external environment. So you have two different intelligences. I'm not sure that I agree with that anymore, but <laughs> that's, that's the way chiropractic kind of evolved as, as its philosophy. But if we look at the, just the philosophy of dualism, we're saying, well, there's a mind stuff and a body stuff. And there's different types of dualism, but as I've looked at it, I don't find that it helps us actually learn to live our lives any differently. But I think this, this does make sense. If we look at our body as part of the universe, as separate from the mind, and perhaps the body can just work automatically. Maybe the nerves are programmed in such a way that some experience is going to happen automatically. And I think we can think of um, a number of things where we have feedback loops as we as we learn in physiology. For example, there's a there's a spot here in the in the carotid artery that monitors your blood pressure, and if the blood pressure gets too high, then if everything's working right, it brings your blood pressure back down. If you don't need high blood pressure, but that not needing high blood pressure has to be decided by an intelligence, right? So that's an example of, of how I like to look at things. Well, anyway, we call this innate intelligence. It actually might be the same as the educated intelligence and just using a different way of accumulating information. In fact, it might be, I've been toying with this idea, what if our educated intelligence is just our ego? All this programming that we've accumulated over our lifetime. Perhaps that's all it is. Because what we know is our conscious mind, I don't know about you, but I, I've got this, this thought process, this kind of a thinking, talking going on in my mind a lot. And most of us think that is our mind, I think. I don't know. I, I, I don't have your experience, but if I assume that you have an experience similar to mine, that's what's going on in my mind. I have this thinking. And I've found that I can stop it. I can control it. I can change my mind. I can change my thinking. And that means I am not that. Because I can create, somehow I can create a force and change my brain programming if that's what, where the mind is. So somehow I can change the mind. And I'm not convinced that it's in the brain, but it might be. <laughs> then we've got some evidence that, yeah, we can, we can change the mind. And therefore, if that's true, if we want to become what I like to call the innate man, the person that's in charge of this, in charge of the body and in charge of the mind, and right? Then we've got to practice getting control of that. Because one of the things we know is we get better at anything we practice at. Anything we try and repeat, we get better at. I'm, I'm learning the piano now. And the more I practice, the better I get. And that seems to be true of everything. The more we practice, the better we get. Well, if you practice controlling your mind, you get better at it. And if you practice anything, if you practice um, 
Taekwondo as an example, or any of the martial arts. You get better at it, and actually, you get to the point where it's programmed and you're not conscious of it anymore. You may have heard of the, the four levels of, of consciousness, where you're first you're the unconscious incompetent. You don't even know what you don't know how to do. Then you discover that you don't know how to do something, and then you become the conscious incompetent. You know that you can't do it. It's like the piano. I know that I can't play the piano. I'm conscious that I can't play it. Then as I learn to become, or first of all, I don't even know what a piano is. Then as I learn what a piano is, then I become and and know that I can't play it, I become the conscious incompetent. And then as I begin to play it and learn to play it, I become the conscious competent. I'm good as long as I think about it. And then eventually, I hope to be able to just to play without thinking about it. And then I will be the unconscious competent. And it's easier to even think about tying your shoes or, or anything, driving a car, anything. We go through those stages. And if you want to really take control of your life, then recognizing this duality and saying, okay, now, I'm not only going to learn to drive, I'm not only going to learn to be a pilot or, or play the piano or whatever it is that you want to learn physically to do, also learn how to control your mind. Learn how to control your thinking. And watch and see what happens to your environment as you learn to control your mind. And I think you'll find, as I found, that as I become that innate man or you become that innate man or innate woman, you'll enjoy your life a lot more. And that's what I want to help you have. So Robert Affalter, the innate man, helping you have a wonderful life. Thanks for watching and listening.